Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekolder and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. And each of us still coming from our homes, joining us uh, in the, in the on the air and in video, by the way. We should tell you that we're continuing to record these shows, and then you can see a rebroadcast if you head to louisvilleanswers.com. Hopefully that works, louisvilleanswers.com. So I'm Bob Sekolder. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483. Also with us, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. They're the number one home team inspection service in the country. We love them for all of that. And you can reach Brad and his team anytime at 357-0813. Also here, Lee Harris, who is legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. And she, in fact, does answer the number I'm going to give you because it is her cell phone, 649-7964. And in addition to that, in for a, well, vacationing Randy Rocky. He's got the morning off over at Swan Financial. Steve Phillips joins us, and you can reach anyone over at Swan by calling 645-0736. And in for Kevin Dissler, who also has the morning off, uh, we've got Kelly Human. Over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. The one person absent this morning as well, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Chuck, as we understand, is preparing for a doubleheader birthday party, which he's going to have more chocolate cake. So. All right, so this has been, uh, yeah, he's a big chocolate cake fan. We know that already, uh, if you've joined us after the show. He makes a, he makes a good chocolate cake. Yeah. So this was a, a very difficult week for a lot of us. Not only has COVID-19 continued to stay in the headlines, we also have the unrest that's going on not only in Louisville and throughout the rest of the country and supported in much of the part of the world. Our job here is not to review, discuss, or give any ideas of what's right, what's wrong, though we sympathize with everybody. And let us just say we hope everybody works this out and we're a better community around the Louisville and around the country for whatever and however this works out because certainly no one is happy with what's happened uh, in the, uh, in the country. So, and I'm not talking about the unrest. I'm talking about um, the, the reason that this whole thing started and that, you know what I'm saying. All right, let's start with um, where we are, where we are right now. There's some really good news for anybody who is thinking about buying or selling a home Let's start and and just again open. Oh, you know I forgot to mention my son Greg. I'm sorry, Greg. He does I our marketing. Pay, I am. I am paying attention. Yeah, I got you. And, and Brad, me, everyone, everyone's here. Yeah, no, no, I, I forgot you. That was the only thing. Uh, sorry about that. My son Greg does our marketing pictures and so much more. <laughs> so feel free to jump in because with stay-at-home orders uh, starting to finally lift throughout many parts of the country, though we're seeing. Uh, this come back in some areas. Data indicates home buyers are jumping back into the market after uh, families put their flat plans on hold. Finally, some good news is happening here. Um, mm. Let's start. Let us start with uh, mortgage application. Steve Phillips over at Swan. We understand. So April, we saw a sizable drop in new home applications. Basically, it was a lot of refi. Now, five weeks consecutive increases. What we're seeing the numbers around the country. How's it going for us here in Louisville? 
exactly in that same method. Uh, we still see a week over week increase to our purchase applications increasing. Um, rates are still holding uh, very well and looks to be that we will see these rates continuing, uh, not just through the rest of this year, but as well even further into next year um, based upon how the parameters are presently. So uh, high two, low three rates should be the uh, norm for quite a while. We should point out uh, that is for a 30-year fixed and with good credit. Certainly, credit has an impact. Your credit score. I just on texted. I just texted Randy. I know he's off, but I just texted him and said, "Hey, should I lock in for my uh, the home get made approaches? I just I know they're steady, but I just you know. Yeah, you no, know. They, they go up and down. Uh, some more good news according to Google Trends. They score search terms online. Uh, real estate increased from 68 points, however that's measured, during the week of March 15th to 92 points this past week, which has indicated that there are a lot of potential home buyers looking for homes or finding homes. Brad Lawler is the next step in the chain after they get pre-approved, hopefully at Swan, gets, uh, they go out and they find a house, hopefully with one of our 20 plus agents at uh, the Sokoler team at Remax Properties East. They got to do uh, a home inspection. At least we suggest you do. Brad, how how are things week over week for home team? Yeah, so we have seen the seventh week of increases. Uh, this was the biggest week over week increase that we've seen, uh, with a sixteen percent jump. Uh, and you know, now granted, the uh, the week before was Memorial Day, but um, the phones are ringing off the hook. Uh, inspections are are booking out a uh, little bit farther now home team does have more uh, capacity, more teams available than a lot of the other inspectors out there. So we're still getting to everything within about 48 hours, but I'm hearing uh, from other agents and other inspection companies that they're even a, a week or more out already. So definitely real estate spring uh, has arrived and it's, it's getting very busy, almost back to 2019 Indeed. levels. Yeah, we're hearing that, and there is some concern, though, because this past week, the numbers of homes that were on the market in the Louisville and southern Indiana area were way down. Typically, we're looking at three, in Louisville, for example, 3,500 3, this time of the year. We were down at about 22, 2250 at one point this past week, which is a problem because if uh, sellers aren't putting homes on the market, the market's going to slow down or stop. But is that, Bob, is that more indicative of, of more homes being sold right now with inventory drying up and just a slow trickle? Because I know, you know, you know, look at my face. I'm, I'm still trying. I've had so many listing appointments the past uh, week and a half. You know, we, we've definitely seen an uptick in listings, but, but homes on the market, is there, we need to look at the, you know, the correlation between how many homes are actually being sold right now versus, and everybody's right. saying every, all the numbers are up that would indicate that's where we're just still too slow to get on the market. We, well, we need more. We're churning the, the homes over in certain price ranges and locations. If you're in the 100 to, I would say 250 to $300,000 price range, you're going to sell very quick, but you start getting up in the higher price ranges and things are slowing down. So a lot of the homes that we're talking about when we say there's 2,250 homes on the market, a good percentage of those are in the higher price ranges, both locally and nationally the weekly housing inventory showed continued tightening. New listings de declined actually 28% compared with a year ago. So we are down uh, year to year in the number of listings that are coming on the market. Uh, total listings dropped to 20% year over year. 
a faster rate than in prior weeks over this past week or so, leaving very few homes available for sale. This is a problem not only here locally, but around the country. So the question is for sellers, what will it take for you to first put your house on the market and take a chance that a house that you're going to love, adore, and dream of is coming on the market? It's still a challenge as the spring moves to summer, uh, then many, many listings we're hoping are coming on the market. And as Greg just pointed out, if we could be the bearer of great news for you potential sellers, the number of homes that we're putting on the market has increased substantially uh, over the past month. Greg, explain. What I mean, literally, literally within the past two weeks, I've had a, a major uptick. Um, where we definitely saw the slowdown from COVID and then we saw a little break and we kind of knew it was coming. Um, so I cleared my schedule and it's been full. I've been up doing two or three a day, um, editing, refreshing, keep going, putting them up. Um, but, and, you know, maybe, maybe these numbers that Bob is saying are so recent and so uh, reactionary to what's going on in present day. You know, we, we mentioned on the protests around the country. And so I think we got out of COVID and now we're into this and everyone's like, okay, well, you know, people, the buyers are still there. We know that, um, but the sellers are still not sure, you know? So, so we're, but we're still seeing these closings. So let's go to Lee Harris oh, yeah. first with regards to uh, we're at Limestone. Any potential problems that you're seeing in the way of closings that have occurred at, uh, at Limestone? No, we actually have been uh, very steady, very busy. Um, again, I think I mentioned last week that, you know, of course, uh, probate has been the only thing that's been hanging people up because the courts were closed. The courts opened up last week on June 1st. Um, and so people could now, uh, if they want to proceed, you know, if they have an estate, they need to sell and go ahead and file that paperwork and, and, and probably get a, a hearing date in the next, I'd say it's going to be August, uh, but at least get on the docket and, and then those estate sales can, uh, also start moving, but that's really been the only thing that's been hanging people up is just the courts being closed. Got it. Kelly Human over at Pitt and Frank, what's the latest on urine? Any problems that you're seeing? You know, not so much problems, but I would say I'm always curious about the data and how we, you know, calculate these numbers in terms of closings versus contract, under contract, under contract contingent, plus with pending inspections or pending repairs or pending appraisals, you know, when those numbers are calculated in terms of when the homes are being removed from the market. I just think that that's kind of an interesting distinction because I feel like we with the low inventory, sellers have the ability to be very negotiable and be very, you know, stalwart in how much they want to, you know, acquiesce to buyers' requests and things. And so, um, you know, sometimes that can change whether or not something officially gets to the closing table. However, it was technically pending or, you know, potentially removed from the market per se for a certain period of time. Um, and I think that's always driven by inventory and numbers in addition to, you know, contracts and actual closings. You, but you, bring, you bring up a really good point in mm -hmm. that what we're seeing is that when a buyer finds a house and it goes through inspections, um, Brad, let's say, goes through with his team and they find multiple problems, I think buyers right now are less likely to ask for everything in the kitchen sink because it was so difficult to find that house to begin with that they don't want to run the risk of, I mean, they may ask, but the sellers we've seen are just saying no, or we will do this and not that, which again, 
for you as sellers who are listening or potential sellers. This really does speak to you that this may be the perfect time, by the way, my dogs sound like they're acting up this morning. So just understand if you hear them in the background, Chloe and JJ. <laughs> but back to the point here is that it is, it's very possible that putting your home on the market now not only will get you more money, but it will also bring you fewer requested repairs when it comes time to a repair request. So Kelly, I think you're right on target there. Yeah. Lee, you had something? Oh, I was just going to say the one complaint that I'm getting from agents out there is that, you know, their buyers are having a hard time finding homes. So it would be a really good time if you're a seller yeah. to get your on the market mm -hmm. because buyers are out there looking and, and they're in six, nine, 12 offer, uh, you know, multiple offer situations. And, and one of those is going to get it, but the other five, eight, 11 aren't going to get it. So they're still looking. So absolutely. And Steve, I'm sure you can attest to this as well. You know, the rates are still really low. It's a great time to buy, you know, it's a great time to be a seller because of the inventory, but at the same time, it's a great time to buy. It's a good time to commit to a, to a mortgage, you know? So Steve, yeah, let's with the lower let, rates. Yeah. And let's talk oh. about that for a second. When you're doing financing, are you seeing more people come in? Cause as I mentioned, the higher priced homes are sitting on the market longer. Do you concur with what we're saying that the, lower priced homes are where you're seeing mortgage applications come in or is it a different scenario for you? No, no. I mean, I, we're right in line with everything you guys are saying in regards to the applications that we're seeing coming in uh, are under the uh, $400,000 range most of the time. Uh, we're just not seeing that higher end range and that higher end range, even with the lender still hasn't moved as much as it could or should in regards to what we've been seeing with some of our other rates finally coming back down uh, from the influx back in uh, February and March. So um, with the lower rates right now, what that does do is it just gives the buyers more buying power. They're going to get a bigger home for a smaller monthly payment. And that's exactly what lower interest rates means. And I will go one step further. What we're seeing is that there are a lot of sellers who are seeing that the higher priced homes are sitting longer. And so they're willing to take a little bit more of a haircut on the price of their home to get moving. Maybe they're downsizing. Maybe they're moving to another part of the country to retire, whatever it might be. But, but it's also, yeah. say it's also a double-edged sword though with sellers waiting and on, on the, on the, on the fence because well, where are you going to go if there's no inventory to move to? So, you know, that's where new construction and your locale and how the cities can grow, I think is a major effect on where sellers can. <coughs> think about it. You can sell your house. Like we're, we're moving, we're building. There's nowhere, you know, we're not going to find what we want. Right. We know that inventory is scarce, but we've got to go another route. We're seeing um, a lot of that as well. If I can, yeah, new yeah. construction, lots, construction loans, um, you know, purchases of spec homes, you know, things like that that are just fresh that aren't sitting inventory, you know, existing inventory. We're seeing a lot of that. And it's wonderful to see the cities growing in that way, you know, which always ebbs and flows based on market, you know, and, and availability of current inventory you know but buyers are like hey let's go out let's build it if we can't find it let's build it and the builders are out there you know ready to go so it's a nice it, that's a nice boom you know as well we're going to take a break let me have all of you put your thinking caps on when we come back here's the challenge this is going to be helpful for both buyers sellers and agents who are listening what i want to do is go over tips to help buyers get the home of their dreams I know Greg and I have some suggestions. We're going to share because I think it's important for us to share, but uh, see what uh, all of you have in the way of uh, ideas. Incidentally, if you want to see what uh, buyers and sellers are saying about us, our Socolor team, 
go to louisvillezillow.com. That's louisvillezillow.com. And if you want to see what people are saying, head to louisvillesellerstalk.com. We're recording the show for rebroadcast on YouTube, and we have an easy way to get there. Go to louisvilleanswers.com. Joining us from their homes, we've got Steve Phillips in for Randy Rocky, who's over at Swan Financial, 645-0736. Also, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow, 649-7964. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. And in for Kevin Dissler, Kelly Human, who does a great job as well, not only on the air, but as the closing attorney over at Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. We are missing Chuck Crosby over at the Crosby Law Offices because he's got a birthday party today. And uh, you can reach Chuck anytime at 499-6360. And of course, my son, Greg, who does a great job with our marketing and our, uh, our photography. And if you're thinking about selling, uh, just another shameless plug for me, we really do need homes. We keep selling homes. We're putting them on the market and we're selling them. Call me at 376-5483. And we also have 20 agents, fire agents, who can get you out there and find the home of your dream. We'll take a break. Be back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. Areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at Remax Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sokola and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you over the next, um, I don't know, 10 minutes or so here in the studio. Well, I say studio, in my home and from their homes, we've got Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title at 649-7964. Also, we've got Kelly Human, who's in for Kevin Disler over at Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900, over at Home Team Inspection Service, Brad Lawler, coming from his home. And you can reach Brad and Home Team at 357-0813. And uh, let's see, who did I miss? I got Steve Phillips over at Swan Financial, 6450736. My son, Greg, who does our yes. marketing photography. And then, and yeah, who else? So much. We're missing Chuck, but, and but, Chuck, but Chuck Chuck's, off, Chuck Chuck's off this morning because he's got a birthday party. And you can reach Chuck at uh, 499-6360. And, of course, you can reach me because we really are desperately looking for homes to list and sell. 376-5483. That is my personal number. We're recording this. You can see a brief broadcast of it, louisvilleanswers.com. And if you're thinking about selling, we have a no-obligation, free-of-charge booklet that you can uh, really 
just email me and I'll send it to you, bob at com, and put selling tips in the subject line. Before we went to a break, I had a challenge for everybody. So buyers are listening to us. Sellers who will become buyers either here or some other part of the country are thinking, okay, how can I get the, the home of my dream? Does anybody want to start with suggestions that you've seen to help capture a home or do you want us to start? Raise a hand or give, flag me if you want to start. Anybody? Want I to have, Go for I it, have, Lee. Lee Harris, okay. Limestone. I have two. Uh, some people like them, some people don't. One is uh, if you have a buyer who really wants a home and you can tell that it's a hot property, it's going to be multiple offers, I would suggest an escalation clause. With a cap? Uh, with a cap, absolutely. Or if you see a property uh, and, and somebody else gets it first and they get under contract, I would suggest a backup contract because, uh, you know, it could fall through due to financing if that person gets furloughed or uh, whatnot in this, in this market. You know, at least they, they have a foot in the door mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, they could perhaps be second in line and then, you know, they can go look for something else at the same time. But uh, a lot of people don't like backup contracts, but I've seen a lot of people getting, uh, yep. you know, becoming first place under that. Yep, absolutely. And Greg, why don't you explain what a escalation clause with a cap is for those who don't know? Well, well, it's it's pretty simple. You don't have to overcomplicate it. You're just if you have multiple offers, you can say, okay, I'm going to offer X amount of dollars over the best contract that you have up to X amount of dollars. Um, some agents um, don't really know. They 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 get over confused with the the complications of it. And sometimes in this market, it doesn't even matter because terms are so good. Um, and, and, and I know Lee, you know, we, when, when the market first started really having inventory issues, this is something that we saw coming really heavy about two years ago, three years ago, started really starting now everyone in the market's using it. Um, but now, you know, there's, there's so many more tactics and one of them that we love to do. And he just so happens to be sitting on this call as well as, um, getting your inspection set up is another great way to have your offer come through and you already have inspection dates set up. The, the agent on the other end knows you're serious. Um, obviously, you can write a letter, all those things. We've talked about a lot of stuff before. I don't want to steal. I've got, I've got tons of them, so we'll let everybody uh, yeah, else. That, right, yeah. but let's go back yeah, to the one about <laughs> let's, with setting up, up with uh, inspections. Yeah. So, Brad, typically, are you getting calls from agents who say, look, I'm putting an offer in. When's the soonest that you can inspect so I can put that in the offer? Well, I can always expect those calls from the Socolar team agents. Yeah, no you. questions. Good. Other agents. We just want, thank you. But we just won one the other. Casey just got one. She's yeah. the queen of that. And she yeah. calls and it was she a, gets me. It was a beautiful home. Beautiful home. Uh, was up there for that one. But I think right. that you know, some agents will do that. I th- here, here's what I'd say. I, I want everybody to have their dream home. I really don't want them to walk into a nightmare. It's self-serving, but I think every buyer it should get an, a home inspected, whether it's home team or any other inspector. We, we had three, three clients call this week, all at the direction of their agent, telling them, no, cancel the home inspection. It's a competitive situation. You can't do it. You're buying the house as is. You know, even if they're buying the house as is, they still need to understand, you know, what expenses they might need. We saw this a year and a half ago, two years ago, same type of market. Uh, dynamics. And a lot of people called us after they moved into their home saying, you know, we didn't get a home inspection, but now we need to really figure out what's going on so we can create a punch list mm-hmm. of projects you have to get done. So, you know, that's uh, whether it's home team or a- any inspector, just call them in advance, call them early, get on their schedule. It's a, 
it's a critical part of the process. I'm but shocked. You're so right. From a legal perspective, yeah. Lee, you're dead on. I mean, the reality is it's competitive. You can have backup plans in place, but you don't have to make your offer contingent on the inspection. You can still have an inspection. You still need to know what you're walking into, even if you want to go through with it regardless. At least you're going through with it with educated, you know, inspection. That's yep. important. And I'm actually shocked that you had three people call uh, because their agent said hold. So Kelly and Lee, is there language that you would suggest to agents to put into a contract that says, and let me tell you what, it, I want to find the legal side of this, but here's the gist of it. So home is being sold in as is condition. The buyer will not request any repairs unless they exceed and then put the number in there, 5,000 or 8,000 or 10,000. Is there anything that would make that a lot more of a legal binding statement? I mean, putting a cap on anything makes it more attractive from an offer acceptance perspective. But at the end of the day, from a legal protection perspective, mm -hmm. inspection is always a great idea. It's always the right thing to do in terms of just knowing what you're walking into. Even if you're going to buy it as is, regardless, you need to know, hey, got to look at a new roof this year. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. now you know. It doesn't have to be contingent, but it can still be part of your process. But yeah, those tree roots are going through that pipe. Well, that's, and the water yeah. is leaking. I should have hey. if you want to know that. But hey, we're, we're grassroots. We love local farm to table. I don't want the Did you do that on my table. Grassroots? Was that on purpose? To no, no, no. Table. So wait, I think what it, also, <laughs> what it also speaks to in this is how I want to say desperate that some buyers are to have that home that they'll give up that Absolutely. Yeah. Sure, but you can do as is. You can be competitive and still have an inspection for your own knowledge. So we're and informed. And informed. We talked about, Greg briefly mentioned, writing a letter to the seller uh, talking about the home, the tradition that this seller uh, has with the house and how the buyer will continue that tradition. We also talked about an escalation clause with a cap. The only problem is, of course, we still have to hit the appraiser to approve it, which takes us back to Steve Phillips. So Steve, are you seeing many home appraisals come in where the contract price is higher than the appraiser says that the home is worth? Um, yeah, we, well, um, we just had one recently, which is kind of a weird situation, but it came in $30,000 higher than the purchase price. Oh. Um, and the lender uh, ordered a desk review because they didn't understand how it happened. <laughs> so the lender wow. was even a little surprised about this. Um, but overall, uh, we're not seeing personally, I'm not seeing uh, too many that are coming in under value. Um, we're right now. It seems like even with everything going on, um, we're still seeing the values hitting. So either the agents are really knowing their, their markets and getting the values priced correctly, or the appraisers are just, you know, being good with the appraisal and the contracts. They're right. understanding what the, the value is of that individual home. Well, let me right. end because we've got only about uh, two minutes left, but let me just end with a suggestion to all of the agents who are listening to us and to the buyers. One of the things you could do, if by chance you put an offer in that's much higher than the list price because you want that home, and then let us just say that an appraisal comes in. Now, if you're dealing with an FHA or VA loan, forget this strategy because this won't help. But in the event with a conventional loan, it comes in uh, lower than what the contract price is. Consider going to a second lender or a, another investor within the same organization and have another appraisal go out there. 
because it's a roll of the dice of 400 bucks, but it may be the difference of you walking away or getting the home of your dreams. Anybody want to comment on that? Is that a good? No, you're, you're right. I mean, we, we've seen that before. We, we go as far as to tell a lot of our sellers, and then another pro tip, uh, write a list of updates. Leave it on the counter for the appraiser to see. Sometimes they miss things. With a cost. Um, a lot of times they miss things. Um, so you, you, you can put the cost of everything that you've done, you know, even if it's something as simple as putting in led lights, put it all in there, um, and, and let them know. And that gives them something to adjust against their formula sheets and it can help. So, you know, little things like that. And, and, and again, if it's not going to a secondary appraiser, there's a lot of things you can do. We are out of time though. That was the voice of my son, Greg Sokoler, who does our marketing and photography. You also thanking Steve Phillips for joining us over at Swan Financial, 6450736. Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow, 6497964. Uh, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 3570813. Kelly Human over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys, does a great job as well, 8959900. And we wish Chuck Crosby was here, but we know he's having a party today and he's going to have some cake and he, you know he loves cake. chocolate cake chocolate cake, <laughs> yeah, chocolate cake. You, can, cake. you can reach him at 499-6360 and you can reach me anytime folks uh, 376-5483 again we are desperately looking for homes to list and we've got 20 buyer agents ready to help have a great week we hope it's a safe week in so many ways we'll see you next sunday right here on news radio 840 whas